Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are talking about Forza Horizon 3. Forza Horizon 3! Came out this week. It did. We've been playing a lot of it. A lot of it. Way too much of it. Like, it's to the point where it's like detrimental to your sleep. Basically, yeah. I I uh, I haven't gotten eight hours of sleep in about four days now That's because wild. of that game. That's wild, Chris. Specifically, I want to I want to give a shout out to the song we're listening to right now. It is yes. uh, it is a song by Zed, and it has is gaming related in that he uh, composed it for the League of Legends World Championships. So like they have a, a cool little video which we should embed in the uh, podcast oh, okay, notes at yeah. stantargetpodcast.com, um, where like it's uh, got some of the characters in it animated and stuff. And they're all fighting yeah. and all this stuff. It's really cool. It's also a cool song because, hey, it's Zed. I, I watched another. It just reminded me. I watched another video this week. Um, it was it was uh, called like something like Overwatch bad cosplay or something like that. And so it was like you know, uh, like the kill cams at the end of or whatever they call them highlights at the end of Overwatch, where like the best play of the game or yeah. whatever. And it's like it goes play of the game, and then it goes like somebody supposed to be bashing. But he has like cardboard boxes on. That's and awesome. He, and he's like shooting people with darts, and but like they they mash it together. They with, cut it together with uh, actual like sound footage of the from the game. And That's so it's epic. Like epic sounds and stuff like that, and just like this guy in this you know ridiculous looking outfit. You know, I like love it. Genji, and he's trying to throw like throwing stars, and they're just like falling down right in front of him. Like, Dude, that's really funny. It, it was really funny. Um, for like about 30 seconds. How long was this video then? Like four minutes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so that's like taking a joke and then you're just like, now it's just, ah, guys, yeah. now it's just uh, in poor taste. It, it would have worked better if they had like chopped them all up into like minute long Instagram videos, yeah, yeah, yeah. singular Instagram videos. And like I would have watched through all those individually. Yeah, of course. But um, isn't that weird how like the, the format in which you are delivered a specific form of media uh-huh. determines how you receive it. Chris, like the thing, the funny thing is, I think just in general, like if you'd said to someone years and years ago that like minute and a half long videos <laughs> could, you know, would be like enrapturing our society of like yeah. cat videos or like the Instagram video thing. It's like I spend hours watching 90 second videos. Yeah. And it's like, what? That's just insanity, Chris. And like they'll tell stories within 90 seconds. I was uh, watching a promo video um, the other day for uh, um, a Bible study, and like I was watching it. I'm like, okay, and I was it was a promo thing, and like I watched it, and like it get about a minute in. I'm like, okay, I, I understand this. <laughs> How much longer do I have? Two minutes more, John. Yeah, I think yeah. it was like three minutes long. I'm like, oh gosh, got straight out of it. I was like, this is I can't stand here for three minutes. I, I don't. <laughs> I, I don't have any desire to sit here for three. Nobody minutes. got time for that. Chris. No, like, <laughs> and and I can I can you know like think back whenever you know like I first started like editing video and like yeah three minutes that sounds like actually pretty short yeah you know like but whenever you actually get down to it, it's like yeah. no if you are a decent like storyteller you can right. st- tell a a simple narrative about a product in a minute. Well, that's like like music is that way a lot of times where it's, you know, the, the uh, people harp on like, oh, it's got to be three minutes long in order oh, to be no. on radio or whatever. And it's like, okay, yeah, but you can do a lot with three minutes. That's right. a long time, you know? Yeah, well, and then there's also... Whiskey the- Lullaby, that's an amazing song and tells an amazing story in like three minutes, you know? Right. Well, I cry know, every time. I think people like also like 
uh, there's the whole thing about you know whenever someone you meet a new person, you have like the first 15 seconds of that interaction. Within 15 seconds, you've made a judgment about about them, and they've made a judgment about you. And yeah. It's like so you basically have 15 seconds to make a good impression. Yeah. And I think honestly, it's that way with like movie trailers, music, and all this kind of yeah. stuff. Like you have about 15 seconds. And maybe faster if I'm scrolling through my Instagram or Facebook feed real fast. This is true. To grab me and make me sit down, not not just watch your video because I'm scrolling through it, but also right. then click on your video to hear it and all that kind of stuff. Right, yeah, to get the audio. Because then the other, my, one of my biggest pet peeves as well is like whenever there's someone, like a, a, a company will like post something and be like, wait for the end, it's the best oh, part. And I'm just like, I will never wait for the end. Like, it's, And it's like you click on it, you're like, Okay, so it's it's a minute long and it's boring for the first you know right. fifty nine seconds. Yeah, that's like EA constantly in their press conference <laughs> oh, being like, awesome. "Star Wars Battlefront in ten minutes." Come in, but soon. right now we're going to talk to you about mobile gaming. Yeah, it's literally just announcing what the filler is. <laughs> just, yeah, and now you guys ready for some filler? We know you want to get to Star Wars, but first you got to sit through this crap. <laughs> Uh, now that, we, I think now the, that we have a captive audience. The other uh, trend in social media right now uh, that I find just intriguing, and I uh, use, like, I, I'm not in terms of, like, I, I do it, I make it, but I um, consume it. Yeah. Are videos with just blatant just captions built right into oh, the yeah. video now. Love it. Because, number one, I'm sitting in the stall at work. <laughs> For me, it's in bed, like, where it's like, I'm there, Catherine's <laughs> asleep, and I'm like, I don't want to wake any, I don't want to wake her up by and listening t- to a video or get my headphones out. Who right. wants to do and that? I do that, too, like, whenever I'm in bed or whatever. Yeah. Like that. But most of the time, it's like, I'm, you know, I'm around other people in an awkward situation in which turning on sound in a video would be weird, <laughs> you know? Because I also don't know what kind of sounds I'm making on this video. Yeah. So, whatever. Yep. And so, like... I'm just sit there and watch. The, I watched a whole, th- like it was literally like this is this is the extent I'll go. It wasn't even a promo video. It was like a ten minute or nine minute, you know, like um, some kind of talk that Obama gave at some like uh, university or whatever. I watched watch it with captions with captions, captions on my that's phone. Awesome. I love captions, man. I I left the stall, walked back to my desk. I was still watching it. Dude, I, uh, I with see captions. Captions are like amazing these days because again, like I don't have to click in, but it's like. Also, it's it's there's the small screen like because you're holding your phone vertically, right? Yeah. And yeah. because the screen is right there, you don't miss the video either. The thing right. about captions on like my my TV at home is like if I'm having oh, to watch like, yeah, yeah. is like it's literally a move of my eyeballs, right? From, you know, up and down, up and down. Whereas this, it's literally just like a change of focus to look at what's going on in the screen versus reading the caption. Yeah. There's, so that's the thing so, I love about the small screen. Uh, whenever you you know you think about like okay, well, when are their captions? Like I mean, a lot of people like just put captions on just because they don't want well, don't want their TV to be super loud i just can't like i completely disengage from what i'm watching mm-hmm. and i just sit there and read and, and it's read. like i might as well just be reading this let's just read the screenplay yeah like and i miss all the action like i you know i don't enjoy going back and forth like that yeah whenever it's like a foreign film or something i would yeah. i would much rather have an overdub yeah than read captions a lot of yeah. people would say the opposite yeah you know yeah. they, well, they want to hear the act- the original actors voices and stuff like that I'm like yeah. i don't care yeah. i just i just want to be able to consume it, this in the way that like it, it's a visual medium yeah 
I want to be able to, to consume it visually. Yes. Yeah, and so like the other thing about the uh, like the the overdubs and things like that, like the the way I would much rather do it if I really wanted to like read the captions and then look at you know and also consume the screen, try to like split my focus that way, is I would almost rather read a translation screenplay before I watch it and then watch it and like hmm. kind of like halfway follow along or something That's like that I because it's like that. that would be a little because you get you get all the context beforehand and you're like okay yeah. now let's see what this delivery is like you know yeah lately uh, I, I, I like reading screenplays I, I normally don't re- I, I don't think I actually have I don't think I've read a screenplay before I've gone to see the movie so it'd be interesting I don't even know like sometimes if you can even get your hands on it beforehand yeah. um, but uh I mean, I guess you could if like it was. It's been out for a while. Yeah, or something. like a foreign film or something like that that already was released over overseas, and then you know that sort of thing. I've been reading War Dogs, the nice. the book based that the movie was based on. That's fun, and you know it's based on a true story. Or whatever, like this is. Inc- I want to see this movie now. Yeah, like it's an incredible story. <laughs> incredible in terms, of not and you know, like it's just like I cannot believe that this happened. Yeah, yeah. And then you just like uh, part of like the the setup to all of that. It's like, is this as ridiculous? Is the true story as ridiculous as the movie? And, and I assume like, yes. Yes. Okay. Oh my gosh, Chris! Well, I cannot believe well, that, the, that happened. The base, the base, the base of the story <laughs> is that these twenty-year-olds basically <laughs> were able to bid on this um, six hundred uh, thousand or six no six hundred million, million dollar yeah. uh, government arms contract, and then had to figure out how to fulfill it. Oh my and gosh. so, like, yeah, it's it's insane. And, it's and insane nobody stuff. at the government was like, "Well, should we really be doing this?" Well, you know, and it goes. And the book goes into like how this happened and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And like, you know, part of it was like, yeah, there's so, there were some weird policies in place. Um, basically, it was like a uh, it was a it was a it was a reaction to the um, critical the critics uh, who uh, were against using like bigger companies like. Uh, Halliburton yeah. and um, what was the Blackwater? Yeah, and like those companies are saying, well, the, you know, these bigger companies shouldn't be getting these contracts. Smaller guys should be getting these contracts. <laughs> but that's small, Chris. But that's, that's the, small. Well, the, but that's the thing. <laughs> then they put out these contracts like where you could just anyone could bid. Wow. And so like if you knew how to bid, like that was the other thing. He like you know his one of the guys you know uncle um, provided arms and weapons and munitions to police departments across, you know, the country. Interesting. And his his father did some other kind of like government work. It wasn't on munitions, but it was like, you know, hey, we're gonna provide, you know, uh, you know, badges, you know, or they like know like hats, the paperwork you know, like, of it and stuff well, like that. Oh, it was kinda like yeah. he just kinda watched them do it and, you know, knew like, okay, well here's kinda how you this is how you go about doing this. And so then he got some investors who would like, hey, yeah, like you can make a lot of money doing this. And then wow. started and it's just like you know, it's like the perfect storm. Perfect <laughs> it's like on Destiny whenever they're like, all right, let's put this out there. And then within like two minutes, everyone's figured out how to, you know. How to cheese it. Yeah, how to cheese this raid <laughs> and, you know, skip whole parts. And uh, and they're like, well, crap. You know, that's kind of what it was like. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. That's awesome. This is, that was such a weird... Yeah, I don't even know how we got there. Offshoot. We're 10 minutes into the podcast. And I don't know how we got where we got, Chris. But that's okay. <laughs> what have you been up to this week other than reading that book? Wrapping it all together. Wrapping yeah. it all together. Yeah. Uh, pretty much one thing and one thing only, John. Oh, yeah? Well, there's two things for me. Oh. Okay. Oh. More oh, wait. Destiny. Since last time we talked. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's talk about a few things. <laughs> yeah, okay. <All> right. Okay. <laughs> that is this section of the podcast. I don't See, know. This is the thing. I mean, we're 177 episodes in, Chris. <laughs> I, I've, I'm like, I'm so caught up in what I've been doing like the past few days. Right. And it's just kind of like I've I just blocked everything else since, out. Since, I guess, Monday night at 11 p.m. whenever Forza Horizon 3 dropped, it's like, 
That's all I've been thinking about. Yeah, you didn't even if play I'm it honest. the first night. I didn't play it the first night, but I was thinking I was about so, you so playing surprised, it, Chris. John. Chris, I had track early the next morning, so I had to like run like, like, re- I got like on, way early. I got on fully ex- – because I got on kind of late. I didn't get on until like midnight. I know. And I got on fully expecting you to be on already like halfway through the game. Here's the thing. I checked on my phone. I was laying in bed at yeah. 11 p.m., and I, I checked my phone to see if anybody was playing it. Yeah. And if you had been playing it at that point, it would have oh, drugged man. me out of bed <laughs> to go play it. But because like I was laying in bed or whatever, and then I checked a little bit later, and it was after midnight, and it was like, ah, it's too late to start that now, and you were playing it at that point. So yeah, see, well, you know, like so that night, I haven't talked about this on the podcast yet. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, I've started a bowling league. Yeah. And uh, our team after the second week was in first place. Mm. We've gone from third to first. Now we're in fifth again. Ah. Last week, this past Monday night, bummer. We did not do well, dude. Uh, but we won one game. It's so it's all about. The first throw. That's what it's all about, man. Yeah. Got to knock as many down in that first throw as you can. I mean, it's the thing. I I got progressively better as the night went on, but I started terrible. Dude, that always sucks. Like, I always feel like whenever I did, because I did bowling, uh, I took a bowling class in college. And so every week I would have to bowl like three games. um, Yeah. And then, so I would show up for class, right? And it's like a three hour long class once a week or something like that. Yeah. And I would show up for class and I would like be terrible. I would stink for Mm -hmm. like the first hour of this thing like for, so for the first entire game it was like oh i'm terrible yeah and then you kind of get better and like by the end by the final game it was like man i'm rocking this i'm great at this game you know and then you forget it all between then and the next week so i knew you're supposed to practice i didn't practice Chris. what i want to do is yeah see that's the thing i need to practice because um it's it's one thing to sit there and throw ball after ball it's another thing entirely oh, yeah to th- Throw two balls and then sit there for about ten minutes while right. the, the rest of your players go through. Oh, man. And then you throw, you know, it's just like yeah. okay, I just I literally just want to fix my mechanics like right then and there. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you throw some, oh that felt weird. I shouldn't have done that. And then you immediately do it again better. So I'll lay this out there, Chris. Yeah. We have, uh, and maybe we talked about this at the time. We got the free bowling. We do for the year. Yeah. Um, I haven't used many of that. I've, I haven't used a single one since that first one. I've used two. Okay. Two games. So we need to take some like lunches okay. and like meet up and just go throw a couple of games. And so it's like, well, you'll get an alley. I'll get an alley. Or yeah. even if we're on the same one, yeah. it's literally, it's faster than just, yeah. you know, whatever. But yeah. Uh, yeah, we should totally do that, man. I'm all for it. Let's do it. Let's, okay. Let's for sure. Let's dedicate. Okay. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. If in Wrighttober. If it wasn't... So, oh, yeah. It's coming up soon. If it wasn't like so noisy in there, I'd almost say we have a podcast in there. I but, know. That would be know. amazing, wouldn't it? But, dude, it was loud. Yeah. Ooh. See, like we're in a different bowling alley for the league. Good. It was and, super loud in that and, one. And it's it's a lot quieter, but, you know, like it's not... It's, the cool factor isn't there. Of course. The neon lights, the yeah. jamming Usher music. The hardwood. Yeah. Floors. I mean, you need the Usher music for the uh, for the the pins to. So to feel anyway, right. so on Monday I I went to bowling league. Then wait, the hardwoods. You're saying that the other bowling alley doesn't are, have hardwoods. I was kidding. <laughs> You're rolling carpet, you know. Yeah, oh gosh, <laughs> yeah. No wonder I'm doing bad. <laughs> the shag. Uh, you have to throw it really hard. Oh gosh, no, can't imagine the, the velocity you the have to throw like it to two, make it all the two, way down. Two leagues before us, whenever we get there, and they in mm. the. the uh, like every two leagues, they wax the floor. So like it's freshly waxed when we get there. Ooh. Yeah. So like I don't like that because like Ooh. everything just slides around. Like there's no grip in the floor. Yeah. The pins just kind of slide off the back rather than like exploding. Mm. You know sometimes. So anyway, those are they just slide off the back. We're so in the weeds with this right we now. We are very much in the weeds. Uh, at 15 minutes in on the podcast, Chris, we're off okay. into a Hang different, okay, completely so different set of weeds. Got done with bowling league. Yeah. Yeah. Went home. Watch the debate. Yep. Okay. Then that's when I got on Forza. I see. So that's why it was so late then. That's why it was so okay, late. Okay. That makes sense. That makes um, sense. Yeah. Basically, I've just been playing Forza 
we'll talk about that later, but nonstop for the past, like, I guess that's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday three nights. Yeah. So other than that, prior to that, we were playing uh, the Rise of Iron Destiny, oh, yeah. like, every night before that. Well, we reviewed it last week, and then we just, we like, did. got even more in-depth over the weekend. Oh, man. It was, like, we dove in, like, at, like I was just, we were rolling strike playlists. Like, I got, at one point, I was like, this is... This feels just exactly right. You yeah. know, this feels like the normal Destiny stuff. This is the thing, like, you know what oh, I've been loving so much is like, I haven't played this many video games in like forever because, you know, like, it just work was crazy earlier in the year. And like, it was just, it's been, it's been, a, it's been an interesting 2016. And just falling back in love with, you know, like, oh man, I just love like sitting down, like, and just playing some games for, for a couple hours and like chilling and, and re- relaxing and like, uh, decompressing, you know, it's it's been a lot of fun. But yeah, Destiny, um, we did like a ton of stuff. Like we leveled up a lot. We did oh, yeah. some strikes. We did some strikes from last year. Like did some some more missions. Like there's not much to say. It's just kind of like we were playing Destiny, and uh, it's just it's so much fun. Yeah, dude, I agree. Like, and this is the thing. Like we we were playing it. It was me and you, and we played with uh with our uh, one of the guys that we raid with, and and like it was just fun to to get back in to this game and. We were playing like some strikes, and there was a moment where there was some strike where we just couldn't, like, we couldn't pass it. Oh, yeah. And then we upgraded one gun, and then it was like, it's on, you know, and it was amazing. Yeah. And just that sense of like triumph where you finally beat this thing. Yeah. Is incredible, and I'll, I'll reference that sort of a feeling uh, in in Forza Horizon review a little bit later. So yeah, so um, that was a lot of fun um, over the weekend. Uh, what movie did I go see? A movie? I feel like I saw something. Did you no, see I was movie? gonna go see a movie. I didn't. You didn't go see it. Was it was it because of uh, Destiny: Rise of Iron? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, man, what? I, I'm just totally blanking. Anyway. Oh, oh uh, was it the uh, Deepwater Horizon or whatever? Oh, it was? that's what I was gonna go see, and I didn't do it. Yeah, yeah. I think I you to... mentioned that on the podcast last week yeah. as well. So there, okay. you had like pre-screen tickets or something. Yeah. So, so. Uh, so then you know, like you know, this week's just been Forza Horizon. Dude, we're gonna talk a lot about Forza Horizon Three a little bit later. But first, the pick of the week. Pick of the week. All right. So now, Chris, it is time for the pick of the week. And I'm going to go first. Okay. Um, And so my pick of the week is actually outside. Hang on. Outside where? Give me a second. Jonathan has gone downstairs, and I have no idea what he's doing, what he's bringing up. Maybe it's a puppy. I kind of hope it's a puppy. It's a cat. I feel like I hear a cat. No, that was the television. No, I definitely hear... I have no idea what this is. Like, what is happening right now? I don't... These sounds confuse me. I feel like he's coming back up the stairs. It is a cat. What is going on? <laughs> is this a cat? This is for, for you. What? From from all the way from Illinois. That's we awesome. tried putting the cape on and it, I failed. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try later. Is this, is this one a rabies? She's probably scared. Yes. This is one you liked. <laughs> hey. How did you like my pick of the week, Chris? Oh, man. You're... <laughs> Your pick of the week was a doozy. 
<laughs> I don't know if I can survive any more of your picks of the week. <laughs> They're just getting progressively more and more wild. Here's a WMD. No, no, yeah. that's never going to happen. <laughs> Man, whoa. <laughs> we just jumped from my cat. An emotional WMD. Let's oh, just uh, we'll lay that out there. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I have a cat now, John. Dude, you're a cat owner. His name, her name. Yeah, there you we, go. We're pretty sure. We're pretty sure. About <laughs> is, 90%. Yeah, is Boomer. <laughs> Boomer, I love it. That's so good. Battlestar Galactic character named Battlestar Boomer. Galactic, yes. That's awesome. Catherine actually thought that up. Well, she... She, she uh, thought she, the name Boomer. She, yeah, she had about to then say... Then you she's, related it to Battlestar Galactica. That's right. And I was like, this is, has to be the name. That's, I like it, dude. I like it. So you you now own a cat. That's I amazing. I do. It was such a, such a hilarious thing. Like, because <laughs> earlier tonight, you were talking... We were talking about, like, pets and animals, and you're like, oh, I was over at, at John Raby's house, like, last week or whatever, and he had some kittens, and I wanted to take one home, and I was like, oh, this is going to be a good night. Because <laughs> it's one of those it's kittens. Gonna, it's one of those kittens. <laughs> specifically... <laughs> I That's amazing. Came in wearing the uh, wearing the old Superman cape. Yes, that was awesome. I need to be charging my phone so I can get these pictures. I didn't. What did I do? I, why did I, I keep forgetting about that? Did I give you the charger? I gave you the charger, right? Downstairs, no. maybe. It's probably downstairs. Oh, man. Okay. Well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> fix that in a second. Okay. So what's your real pick of the week? So my real pick of the week, Chris, is a, a link that you actually sent me um, a couple days ago and then also concurrently with a link that I sent you a couple days before that. Mm. Funko Pop. We all know uh, how I love Funko Pops. Yes. So there are two things that are happening this year. Like, So there is the Rebels set yeah. that is going to be released. Yeah. Looks amazing. The Ahsoka Tano one, totally buying that one like day one. Comes yep. out, I think, uh, let me see. Her universe tweeted about it, uh, and uh, and so I like, but it's October or November or something like that. Early this month or next month, yeah. And it's a hot topic exclusive. Gotta find it. Gotta go in immediately buy it. Um, there's also the Sabine helmet uh, mm. with her helmet on, mm-hmm. and that is uh, a Target exclusive. So the normal one is just helmet off, but the Target exclusive has the helmet on. I see. So I don't know which one I, do you think you're gonna get. I don't know. I like, kind of want both. I really would love to have the entire set, like in its entirety. Um, I'm oh, also man. hoping, fingers <laughs> crossed. I know, dude, it's expensive, right? <coughs> um, I'm also hoping that they 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 sell well enough to where the uh, the Star Wars Smuggler's Bounty yeah. maybe does a like a Rebel exclusive month. Yeah, that'd be great. So, yeah, that'd be great. I hope so because yeah, let's just be honest. Yep, the Smuggler's Bounty boxes have suffered recently they have been intermittent like there's been some really cool ones and some ones that i didn't think were gonna be really cool but that actually were yeah and then there was some where it's like this is such a cool theme but a missed opportunity well, we were talking about earlier like they even like so this is usually a mystery and they like yeah i got an email tonight from smuggler's bounty that tells us what's in the rogue one box or at least two of the the, the exclusive pop figures yeah the two biggest items probably in that box and they just already revealed it yeah interesting like i just find like i figure that's probably because um they they probably only get new people like once every year yeah um and so you figure that that's this is probably the time because the new movie comes out and people are like oh what can i get that's gonna be uh, you know relating to this movie and so it all builds into that hype train of rogue one yeah um additionally in order true yeah i mean i just feel like that's probably the way it goes because that first box for uh for episode uh episode seven we did know that it was going to have uh two items in it and didn't we know what one of them was in fact like one of them, we knew two? the chrome uh we knew the chrome yeah that's phasma. right we, we knew the chrome 
Chrome Trooper. Yeah, so we knew that that was going to be in there. So I feel like the, them revealing, you know, at least one of these figures makes yeah. complete sense, yeah. and doing it this early makes True. complete sense. But I agree, it's been intermittent, man. Well, we've talked about how, like, I wonder. So you know, so you and me, you and I, we kind of skip around boxes. So there's a Smuggler's Bounty box. There's the Legion of Collectors DC box. There's a Marvel Collector Core box. And we don't get all of them all the time or even, you know, like some of them all the time. Like, so I, I wonder if they are kind of just spreading thin, you know, because like, so last month, I honestly, what I, what I was going to go for was yeah. the uh, the Death Star box. Mm. But I accidentally didn't cancel my subscription to the DC box, so I got the Women of DC box, which was actually turned out really being really cool. Yeah, like, dude, it awesome was stuff amazing. Yeah, but I didn't mean to get it, and I was like, well, I yeah, I don't have my budget to get two of these this month, yeah. so I had to cancel the Death Star box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it had some cool stuff in it. Like, I'm, I think I'm pr- happy with the way it turned out, the stuff that I got. Yeah, um, yeah. But I, I kind of wish that – all right, I wonder if they – are kind of spreading thin the audience for these boxes. Because yeah, like the same audience, but it's like, you know, they're, if, if the, you figure that the majority of people are probably like us, where it's like they're interested in all of these things, DC, Marvel, and um, and Star, Star Wars. Wars. And so they just kind of go back and forth, or maybe they're getting two and then there. But like originally we had the Marvel box, right? Yeah. And I got a lot of those, like in that first year or whatever. I got a, I got a number of those. And then I haven't really picked one of those up since DC announced their box because yeah. I love the DC characters. Like yeah. that's generally like I would call myself a DC uh, fan, whereas like I'm a Marvel fan in the sense that uh, I'll, you know I, I like a lot of the characters, but that universe doesn't appeal to me nearly right. as much as the DC universe. Right. Um, which the Women of DC box was amazing because Hawk Girl. Yes. Oh my goodness! I have a pop, and it is prominently placed now. And Hawk Girl is one of my favorite characters <laughs> from uh, from from Justice League and and the comics. And oh my gosh, that figure is amazing. The yeah. wings, the mace. Just looks so. Cool. I love the figure, and uh, I love the. Uh, there's the Wonder Woman with the invisible plane. Oh, that's right. She's up there uh, on the uh, oh, yeah, on top is. of the books. Yeah, dude. I have mine sitting in my plane as well. Yeah, I love it, dude. It's it, that one's super fun because the invisible plane is just such a wild idea, and then it's so iconic for Wonder Woman, like classic old school Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, and that was awesome. I also enjoyed the T-shirt. Um, I, and they had two different variants of it. Yeah. They had the heroes and the villains. We both got the villains. I was kind of hoping one of us would get one, one of us would get the other. Yeah. But uh, we both got the villains one, which is, is cool, too. So that's Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, and Catwoman? Yes. Yeah. And then the, the uh, hero one had um, Wonder Woman, Supergirl. Yeah. And... I don't remember. Batgirl. Batgirl. That's yes, right. You're right. That's right. Um, but yeah, dude, it was it, it, like... The uh, the box super fun, but I agree where it's like oh, you know maybe this is all coming out. Um, additionally, in addition to this, the 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 rebels, you sent me a link literally like earlier today, yeah. uh, I think, and it had a uh, a couple of figures. They're coming out with some Warner Brothers. Uh, what is it? '80s cartoon uh, 90s set. '90s cartoon. '90s cartoon set. So it has like the Animaniacs and the two ones that I'm gonna get. Pinky and the Brain. Yes. Oh my goodness. Pinky and the Brain. That's Chris. one of your favorite shows. That's one of my favorite shows of all time. Yes. Um, I remember, you know, when, whenever I was a kid or whatever, watching that show and like watching it every single day religiously, 3 p.m. <laughs> it was like, man, if I'm, if I'm, if I can, I'm watching that show. And every Christmas, also, I watched yeah. their Christmas special on Christmas Eve just to close down the I evening. Like it. It's their. Uh, it was the the one that they won all the awards for. In like much it. the same way, I watched Die Hard. That's true. It's they're similar. They're similar, Chris. <laughs> yeah. 
in length of time. One of them's, <laughs> you know, 30 minutes. One of them's 90 minutes. Yeah. And, you know, in, in the number of deaths as well. Still <laughs> two great villains. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's amazing, Chris. It's it amazing. Anyway, so that's my pick is, picks of the week. I think, you know, like, Pinky and the Brain, they might be like, you know, a lot of, a lot of people's first introduction to an antihero. That's true. Yeah, and you know, and and loving someone who you also don't want to succeed. Well, it's like you. Know, I mean, I was I was wanting him to take over the world. That's what he was always wanting to do. Yeah, and yeah. Tonight's the night. Yeah, and you always want to see the plant succeed. My favorite one was when they when they built a paper mache world. Yeah, and or and offered people free t shirts to get to the other side. Yep, and everybody does it. And everybody does it. And he was gonna like then he was going to be king of the actual world. <laughs> right. But then they accidentally blew up the real world. Well, yeah. yeah so now we're yeah. living on paper mache world. Exactly. Everyone's on paper mache world. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I, uh, I love those. I, uh, I have those all on DVD. I don't know. I need to see if they have that in Blu-ray. And Last just I see. checked, they don't. See, that's unfortunate. And I think like the, uh, there's something else I've been looking for. Phineas and Ferb, which is another one of my favorite shows of all time. Yeah. Um, I've been looking for that as a collection on Blu-ray, mm. but you can't get it. You can get like, oh, this, these are the, the best Doofenshmirtz episodes, or these yeah. are the best, you know, themed of this or whatever. And it's like, so you can get these collections that are strewn throughout, but you can't access the entire thing. Of course, it's all on Netflix, all yeah. in chronological order. So like, that's not a big deal until the license runs up with Netflix. And right. then it's like, ah. I don't know that it will though. Cause like, I don't know. you know how like they just got all the Pixar films films and all kinds right, of stuff like the, right. the Disney movies. The uh I think it's different for something like Phineas and Ferb where like it was an HD to begin with. Right. But then you think about things like Rockers Modern Life mm. or Darkwing Duck yep. or Animaniacs and yep. Picking the Brain. I don't know that those were like I, they'd have to go back to the original like drawings mm-hmm. maybe and like do those even exist, you know, like or like the if, film they, if they took the film, yeah, like whatever whatever they used to create those, you'd have to go back to the original like versions. Mm. Uh, in order to turn them in HD, and like, it may just be cost prohibitive, where it's like, you know, we don't have those people people willing to buy it. Right, right. Ah, you know, who knows? That's very true. And then, you know, at that point, it's like there might be an. Ex- I mean, it's it's not a movie. You think about like right. Lion King, and like they can they can go back and remaster the Lion King, and or like Cinderella did that recently. Bring it out of the vault. Yeah, bring it out of the vault and like give it a, a color touch up to where it's truer to the the original, that sort of thing. Yeah, but like. Pinky in the Brain, it's like there's so many episodes of that. And it's such a, like, it would be a, such a time intensive oh, yeah. project. Way more time um, than the just, movie. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's, there's, there's what, four seasons of it? And yeah. those were whenever they had the long seasons. So there's like, some of them have like 40 episodes in them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it would just be probably cost prohibitive. You're probably right. So what is your pick of the week, Chris? I got to remember now. Yeah. You had a, you, you had a kitten running around in here in between um, whenever you had it and then that. My pick of the week. You mentioned it over, over dinner. Yeah. Um, what was gonna, you were like, oh, oh I'm not going to talk oh. about that. That's my pick of the week. My pick of the week. We were talking about something that related to it two seconds ago. I'm sorry. I apologize. Was it, uh, was it Pinky in the Brain? Was it a remaster? No. Was it music? Was it no. Pops? No. Uh, oh, my goodness. <laughs> By two seconds ago, are you talking about real time or are you talking about podcast time? Because I two seconds now, ago was like an hour ago. I remember now. It was Star Wars. We're talking about Rebels. That's it. Season three premiere of The Rebels. That's right. Star okay. Wars Rebels. Talk to me, Chris. Um, it's an hour-long premiere. It That's came awesome. out a couple weeks ago. Then they're re-airing like the, them in half-hour format <laughs> last week and then this week. That's interesting. Yeah. That's uh, the same they, way they've, they... done, they've done that for like the season, all the season premieres and all the um, like season uh 
enders. So the pilot is that even a word? I don't know. The season finales. Finale is there. It is. There is a word that means this. Um, it's rolling around in my brain somewhere. So the original like opening, they actually separated the the quote unquote spark of the rebellion. It's two episodes. It's yeah. like an hour long thing. Yeah. And they separated it from the season. So like if you buy season one of Rebels, it doesn't include Spark what? of the Rebellion. You John. have to buy it separately. No. Super weird, right? That's super stupid. It's very strange. So like uh, whenever we originally kind of got into it, it was like, oh, let's just buy the whole first season and then you buy the whole first season and it's like, wait, wait, it's the, what's the Spark of the This isn't where it started because I had watched the first few episodes yeah. on my own. Um, oh my goodness. But yeah, anyway. But Did you buy Spark of the Rebellion? Fun fact. No, not yet. <laughs> Still so it's literally missing the first hour of the uh, of that series. That's weird. Well, um, they've done that for season two, and then now season three, where like they open it up with an hour long episode and close it out with an hour long episode, and it was really good, dude. Yeah. Like, you haven't seen season two? No. See, if you thought season two was good, this one was just getting some crazy stuff. That's awesome. Like this is just getting nuts. Um, have That's I talked to you about this at all on the podcast? So we talked about it around I think Christmas last year, towards like mid season finale. Okay, so style. you don't know anything that's going like. I mean, I, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it for I you or know, anyone listening. I only know, you know, uh, that I know who the characters are who are in it. Like the, that wouldn't spoil anything. Like, like, um, but I don't know if any of them potentially are dead at this point. Who do you knows? know if anyone from any other Star Wars properties are in it? I know that uh, that uh, Darth Maul is rolling around okay. in the, in yeah, the, the yeah. thing. He's still alive with uh-huh. his robot legs. What in the world? Hmm. Um, uh, you just, hmm, you might not have robot legs anymore. I don't know. Hmm. Um, let me see. Uh, I know that Princess Leia played yeah, a major yeah. part. Um, yeah. Ahsoka, obviously, because she was at the ah- end of ah- season, season yes, one. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, and she played a major part in season two. I don't know. I mean, everybody else, like, I just assume that everyone who is in, like, who is in A New Hope could potentially be in this show. Yeah, yeah. There's one character that's in it right now. That intrigues me the most, Ooh. and a lot of fans of the Star Wars expanded universe. Ah, oh, oh, the general. Uh, mm. What's his name? No, no, no. The um, Grand Admiral Thrawn. Yeah, that's the one. Yes. Yeah, Thrawn. Yep. I, like, is he still around? Is he like the main big bad guy now? He uh, makes an appearance in in uh, the season premiere of, of season three. That's exciting. And I think he's going to be the the main focus of this season, at least <sighs> for the near future. Dude, that's so cool. Yeah, dude. So. Uh, Definitely, like, if you're caught up, go watch it. If you're not caught up, get caught up, then watch it. What are you waiting for is what you're saying. Yes. Like, it's uh, it's a a fantastic show. Like, it is – if you watch season one, it was like, ah, this is kind of like Star Wars-y, but I can't – you know, I see kind of the connections, but not really. Like, in season two, they start diving into, like, things about the Force that relate, I think, to the way that the Force is being used now in episode seven and then eight, and there's some new kind of different, like – they're blurring the lines between the dark side and the light side, and what does it mean to be a follower of one versus the other? Are there is there a way to exist in between them? Is there you know like other beings who do this? You know that, that kind of stuff, like force users that are not Jedi or Sith. That's awesome. Um, you know, well, you have that about, in, like, uh, what, in in the Force Awakens with like Maz. Yeah, Ma, exactly. And so there's there's more stuff like that, and it's, and then there's this whole exploration of of uh, Ahsoka and her relationship. Um, to Anakin. That's really cool. And, you know, so like, yeah. Really exciting. So, I do have a piece of news relating to uh, the Clone Wars and this animated Star Wars universe. 
Um, uh, Dave uh, Filoni is actually, he's leaving as showrunner of this show, and now they're putting him in charge of all of the animated shows. Wow. So they're talking maybe spinoffs, that sort of thing. So he's being put into the executive producer and like that role, so he can kind of oversee what's going on. Um, someone who's been directing uh, episodes here and there, mm-hmm. from um, from Clone Wars all the way through to, to like some episodes of Rebels, that sort of thing, is put in charge of uh, as a showrunner at this point. Let me see what his name is here. Hmm... Let me see. Oh, man, this article is huge. Why is it huge? It should just be a <laughs> bullet point, right? It's on Gizmodo, and it's like I'm scrolling down. I'm like three scrolls at this point. Um, let me see. Justin is his first name, but that's only in a quote. Where is his uh, Where is his full name? Hmm. I will find it. Okay. But I keep talking, Chris. <sighs> what, am I, what am I talking about? <laughs> I don't know. The Rebels. Justin Ridge, that's his name. The credit, uh, so the supervising director is going to Justin Ridge, and he actually did uh, did work on Avatar: The Last Airbender as well. So yeah, anyway. what does that mean though? So I don't know, like I don't know what that means exactly. I I think it probably means they've they've talked about doing additional like so animated shows. Out. So Filoni is is he's in the uh, in a supervising role. Okay. So he's like stepping back. Is and he moving on to something else? I I would imply like I would he's done suspect a great job. yes. He's he's been in this since the Clone Wars and yeah. like if there's one person that I trust with the Star Wars lore and the universe, it's him because in in the commentary for uh, seasons one and two of the Clone Wars, he would talk about he would show George. Yeah. Every single episode, and he'd sit in a room with him, and George would ask him, like, drill him on questions, be like, how is that possible? How, how What's going on here? You know, and, and if he had a good answer for it, it was like, hey, it would go on the show. If he didn't have a good answer for it, he'd be like, we need to rework that, don't we? And he's like, yeah, we do. And so he, if there's any one person who kind of knows, like, what the rules are, yeah. quote unquote, yeah. in my brain, it's probably him. Like, the, he's the closest person in my brain to the creator of Star Wars, you know, the George Lucas, like the, he's the one who's, you know, more so even than in my brain, like JJ Abrams or those guys, you know, they, they love these shows. They love these movies, but they didn't sit in a room with, uh, with George Lucas and watch, you know, three seasons of the clone wars. Yeah. <laughs> getting grilled. <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyway, so uh, he's moving on. Let me find out exactly what his title is. Um, not that it necessarily matters that much. Um, let me see. Filoni is no longer credited as the supervising director. And he's moving on to... So the quote from this article, uh, again on Gizmodo here, is uh, Filoni will oversee, and this is a quote from uh, the Disney uh, PR people, future animation development. Mm. And here's a longer quote. It says, it says, Dave is still just as involved as ever, overseeing all aspects of Star Wars Rebels production as executive producer and occasionally directing episodes. In many ways, mentoring Justin and moving him into the role as supervising director has made it possible for Dave to be even more immersed in the writing of the story and the structure of the show mm as well as creatively overseeing future animation development. Justin started with Lucasfilm Animation on the first season of The Clone Wars and worked with Dave before that on Avatar The Last Airbender. So they've been working together for quite some time, end quote. Interesting. Yeah. So I have this theory, like, and I have really, I have no, like, basis to back it up. Mm -hmm. So this is all just hearsay, but... This is just a gut feeling This is just a gut feeling. I think that Rebels maybe goes four seasons. Yeah. And then it's done. I think the implication whenever they began it was that they knew where it would end. Yeah, um, because, I mean, because it has to. It, it takes place, you know, in between uh, th- three and four. And so, like, mm-hmm. you can't just, this is not a, you know, even the Clone War situation mm-hmm. where this is like a years long conflict. 
This yeah. is like, okay, you have a set number of years, and they already said like, they started it, and it was like four years before the events, or five years, or something like that before. Maybe it was eight. I don't remember what it was. But it was like, it's, it was at most eight. I yeah. think it was more like four years before the, the beginnings of A New Hope. And so they really, like, they have to tell the story. Yeah. And obviously something happens to these characters before the events of episode four. Yeah, or they're just like, oh, and we're going to assign you to this, you know, whatever. Yeah, a part of the rebellion or something like that. Yeah, I mean, you would assume, because obviously they weren't, they didn't play a major role necessarily in uh, the battles. What if Ahsoka shows up in Rogue One? Oh my gosh, again, that would be the one (laughs) thing, Chris. I would stand up in the theater and I would shout. (laughs) I would scream. I think I would faint. I, mean, I, I don't know. It would be, I, mean, I would at least applaud. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would be, I would have a big smile on my face. Unless, of course, she shows up only to die. That would be annoying. Oh, man. Um, I would kill somebody. Oh, that would be horrible. I would burn the theater. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Anyway, that is, uh, that's exciting, Chris. And that, that was the news that I had with the, uh, the that's premiere. That's awesome. You say it's amazing. I need to catch up. I need to watch season two. I, I don't know how you haven't caught up already. Dude. I know. I know. It's And, and again... Because of Ahsoka, it's like, she's one of my favorite characters of all time. I just need to dive in and do it, sir. Yeah. All right, Chris. It's time to talk talk about... about, Oh, wow, that was in stereo. It was. Forza Horizon the third. Yes. So you're listening to a song right now from Forza Horizon. It's one of... So I I Shazammed this song, like, three times the other night. Like, it would come on, like, oh, man, I can Shazam this. And then I told you guys, hey, the song is awesome. And then it came on again, and I didn't realize it was the same thing. So I shazammed it again. I'm like, oh, it's the same thing. That's and I, I did it again later. I'm like, oh, man, this Dude, is so good. The music is so good in this yes. game. And, and it always is in the uh, the Horizon series. It's funny. Like, I usually end up buying so many songs from it just on iTunes. Yeah. Just download, download. Like, in Forza Horizon 2, I would sit there with Shazam open. And just, like, Shazam, right. buy, Shazam, buy. And this song specifically is called Jungle by the artist Panama. So good. So we're going to... No. Wait, is that the right? Is that right? It was a Panama by Jungle. Uh, it is Jungle by Panama. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so There also is... In, in Forza Horizon 2, there was an artist named Jungle. So they might make an appearance in 3 as well. I don't know. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, so... Uh, we're going to talk about this. There are no spoilers in this game, really. Like, yeah, in, there's I nothing mean, really to spoil. I mean, you know, in terms of like, oh, you race a train. Spoiler alert. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. You know, like, you know, I, I don't really feel like that's a spoiler. So Necessarily, no. I'm not going to. We're, we're just going to talk about this game. Yeah, yeah. Um, man. Okay. So, like we said, we've been playing it for like the past like three nights, like nonstop. Oh, yeah. This has been like a nightly ritual almost now. I probably oh, yeah. won't play it tonight at this point. I probably won't either. No. It's pretty late. Yeah, it's really late. My phone just turned back on. <laughs> Charging it up over there. Yep. Um, and so uh, I, uh, I, I didn't know what to expect necessarily going into this game. Like, I did, but I didn't. You know, like, I didn't play Forza Horizon 2. Yeah. I played, like, the Fast and Furious version. I played it a little bit at your house. I played yeah. it on a free weekend or whatever. played Forza Horizon 5 quite a bit on one weekend. Like you mean uh, Forza hours. Motorsport 5? Forza Motorsport, sorry. Yeah. Um, 5. And uh, played that one weekend, so I knew what to expect there. And so entered into this game like not really knowing like 100% what we're getting ourselves into. Yeah, um, great game. Like just the 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 environments, just the variety. You're going through the jungle. You're going through the sand oh, yeah. dunes. You're going on the streets. 
tight city streets or like kind of loose, like beach town kind of streets. Yeah. Um, you're just going through the forest. Like, I feel like the setting, that setting is just great. Oh, yeah. Um, you're, you basically go around and you unlock different music festivals. I don't know what uh, what part of this was in Forza Horizon 2. Yeah, so in Forza Horizon 2, the, the big difference between these two games is Forza Horizon 2 is very, very uh, tunneled. Like, you know, you, you think about them being open world games, right? But this one, the open worldness is is way more apparent in that like uh there's like some rpg kind of esque elements where you're leveling up uh these different regions the the festivals that you have in the different regions and that unlocks more things to do within that region so if you really like like say the outback you can uh level your outback stuff up and just get so many things to do just were there separate festivals there were separate festivals okay. where you would move locations but it was basically um you would do a championship so a series of like three maybe four races within one region and then after you win that championship move on to the next one and so it would just it was a constantly kind of revolving uh music festival until you opened up everything whereas in this one you get to choose uh where you go next and additionally you get to choose like how long you spend in in a certain area that sort of thing so whereas the other one you would basically oh race these three races maybe do a couple of bucket list things that are in that area and then you move on you know yeah um uh or and sometimes at the end of that you would end up doing uh, a showcase event which is the similar to the, like you would race uh in that game um there was like oh here let's race a uh a, a passenger jet plane or something like that yeah you know? or it's like it's above you and so that element of it was very much like i knew what the formula was where you would go go to a new region do a couple races, do a bucket list, do the last race, move on to the next region. Um, and so this one, it's completely more open. Like it's way more open world. Right. In that like you get to a region and it just scatters about so many different things to do. Whether right. it's a bucket list item, whether it's a speed trap, whether it's a uh, whether it's 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 a race. And you can do uh, single races rather than championships as well, which is really nice. That feature didn't exist in, uh, in Forza Horizon 2 right off the bat. Um, where you could just literally be like, oh, I like this race. Yeah. I want to race it once and not do a championship it doesn't have to be within a championship series um yeah so that's the thing i think like the biggest thing i think there i, I do want to talk about like i i kind of view this in two different ways yeah this, this game is huge like let's well let's talk about like just kind of like the first impressions kind of thing yeah. game's huge so much to do all of it's fun the upgrade system's cool yep like you earn xp and you earn credits and you earn fans so the idea is like you earn fans attract them to these music festivals you can upgrade the music festivals you can open more the more fans you get so they become fans of you and your racing. Yep. You can do all that. The more credits you get, the better cars you can buy. Right. And the more XP you get, the uh, the more times you can spin the wheel. Yeah. And which uh, is like a random uh, it's it's You a, get credits or cars or whatever on, right. on this like kind of like it's almost like a um not wheel of fortune, it's price is right kind of wheel. Yeah, the big the or big a slot wheel. machine wheel, you know, whatever yeah. you want to say. Uh there are races to do. There are locations to find. Stunts to perform. That's jumps. Right. Drifting. Um, speed traps. Yep. Um, speed regions where you have to yes. keep it up over a certain like a curve or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Keep a certain average speed. Um, there's also street races, which is new. Um, which is what the street races are like. Those are at, uh, exclusively at night, and they're they're quote unquote like 
illegal races, unsanctioned races where like <laughs> the people who are organizing the festival are like, we're technically not allowed to compete in these, but uh, if you want to go for it, go for it. It's yeah, like see, it, I haven't done one of those yet. But it, they're, they're super fun. Um, you bring a fast car to it, though. Yeah. That's the thing is like, it, I think I was talking to Fultron uh, the other night. I was on the headset with him and he was playing in his world. I was playing in my world. And he was like, I just loaded into this, uh, <laughs> I just loaded into this street race and I have a, a station wagon. Not going to work. You know, it's like a classic station wagon yeah. like, with the wood panels and yeah, stuff you know yeah and, and so like he uh he loaded into it with that and then totally like he was like i came in 11th there are 12 cars <laughs> so it was funny yeah i mean well, on the think about the variety of cars you know you yeah. got dune buggies which are really cool and oh, you have the, the fast like formula like cars and then you have um the porsches and the uh kias and the asian cars and yep. you have the fords and the muscle cars and like all this other kind of stuff and it's just a huge game. Yeah. And there's 350 cars. Like there's one that you're going to like. And there's yes. one like whenever I, I see like whenever it offers me one and they're like on sale or whatever. And I'm like, ah, none of those are really striking my fancy. I'm just going to save my money and buy right. something different. And so right. like I've been slowly saving up money for a million dollars. So 1.3 mm. million credit um, uh, McLaren P1 car. Which and I think so, that's, uh, there's an achievement for that. Yeah, so um, I really want to get that car. I think that was my favorite car in Forza Horizon 2, mm. and it was the cover car in Forza Motorsport wow. 5. That's cool. And so uh, it was the one that they wheeled out on stage whenever they like announced that nice. game, and, and the Xbox One, in fact. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, I uh, that's the car that I'm going for right now. So I'm just kind of saving my credits and, uh, and, and using some cars that I have. Like I have an amazing dune buggy, and uh, we were doing some dune buggy races in multiplayer the other night and mm-hmm. that was super fun mm-hmm. um i also have a, a a wide body kits which are new to this game where there's uh there's a couple companies out there that have have they basically have stock settings for uh a wide body where it'll take your wheels and it'll lower the car to the ground make the wheels a little bit wider yeah. and they've taken those into this game yeah. and you can slap them on these cars yeah super fun the game looks looks beautiful you know uh, we've talked about we talked about that a couple weeks ago with the the demo and That's right um the live weather is really cool. The different environments, the day-night cycle is really cool. Like, and it changes the way you play the game. Like, you know, between um, regions and between like days of the times of the day and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Like, it really makes for some some cool different experiences. And that's what it all feels like is just experiences. It doesn't actually feel like that you're. There are game aspects to it where you're collecting things or you're racing, but like it doesn't feel necessarily. It just feels like this is more of an experience kind of thing. Yeah. Um, there's there's so much to do. That's where I will say that this game is a little um, like the pro, the the barrier to entry is pretty high. Like mm. it, it's easy to get in and just race like race a race. Yeah. But to really understand what you're doing. Yeah. And to really like. Uh, enjoy this game and, and um, get the most out of it. It's a little obtuse. It's a little overwhelming. It doesn't really walk you down that path. It doesn't. So like it like it says that you know like they'll walk you down like hey here's how you uh, here's how you you know change your car or here's how you you know do this or this and like what's weird is that they pick and choose what they're going to explain. Right. Know, we'll explain blueprints. Yeah. Um, and we'll explain you know like ex- uh, something else, but we won't explain what an exhibition match versus a championship is. Right. We won't tell you like, well, we'll, we'll reference your tunings. Well, you can use these to tune your car. Well, where's that at? It's three levels down in this menu system. It doesn't Correct. ever say tuning. It says like garage upgrades. and upgrades and like yeah. that. I mean, come on. Like this. Is, I, if I honestly, if I didn't have you there, yeah. I keep hearing things jingle over here. I do too. I, I'm not sure what it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if I didn't have you there explaining to me yeah. what 
like all this was and where like this was located, it would have just confused the heck out of me. You know what's really funny is like whenever I was playing Forza Horizon Two, um, the way I played it initially was I was uh, I was literally just. Uh, buying cars like so i'd be like oh well what kind of car do i want to drive next oh i'm gonna buy this one and then going doing a championship in it right yeah and then i didn't realize until maybe 50 maybe 60 percent of the way through the game that i could tune my car that if i didn't <laughs> like this vehicle the yeah. way it is like if it was too floaty or if it had didn't have enough acceleration that i could fix it oh well, i feel like well and it was, it was that way in forza motorsport but it was a little easier to figure out it was more like front and center because that's what forza motorsport is kind of about it's like you want to get into forza motorsport and determine how much psi is in your tires right front and back right um and figure out what that does to this you know realistic to you know simulation terrain whereas this game it's like you have that option like you have all of those customization options but it's like it's mainly like the main front and center focus of this game is just the pure enjoyment of driving from point A to point B right. across a beautiful but, place. You know, the, but it's like, if you do like, it, it's not super enjoyable to drive like a car that you aren't in like into if it's like swaying one way or whatever. But if you can tune that car, like, right. because it, it, any car you can tune it to be a better version of that well, car. And you should like, you shouldn't just take the stock car. Like the exactly. stock cars, like, yeah, they'll get you from point A to point B. Right. It'll help you decide if you like driving this car. Right. But like they can feel drastically different. Oh man, crazy. If like you tuned them. To the point where like your dune buggy, you tuned it once. Oh yeah. And it was just like <laughs> ridiculously fast, but super hard to control. Yeah, you couldn't control it at all. It was like a bullet. Exactly. And then you retuned it to a different tune uh directly after like three races or whatever. You're like, I can't deal with this. Yeah. And you retuned <laughs> it and it was it was the perfect car. Like oh, yeah, it was immediate. Great. You know? And so like it can be like literally undrivable one way yeah. and then you can tune it a certain way and it'll be it'll be way better like way fit, fit your driving style better right um so, so you know like so i think you know like i think that the fact that there's so much depth to this game yeah is both it's it's a it's a pro and a con yeah you know it it's you know something to to laud and to say like look at this game they can mm. do so much yeah. and i i enjoy it for that yeah but then I've also experienced, and I can see like someone who doesn't jump into with somebody like you, who knows yeah. what's going on, saying this game is so like dense, and I can't figure out exactly what I should be doing or supposed to be doing or right. how to do things that I'm hearing them mention, and like <laughs> where, like what in the world, you know? Yeah. Like, and uh, I think that that's um, it's uh, it's I mean that's to his detriment. Like, yeah, that doesn't. It's hard because like in in one way, like I think like it can be as deep as you want it to be, but then it's like. The other side of that is like I played sixty percent of that, you know, Forza Horizon Two, and I'm sure if I had didn't know any of this stuff existed, I would have played through more the majority of this game, not knowing any of that existed, yeah. and still had a great time with it. But I'd be like, every time I didn't drive, I drove a car that I didn't like, I just buy a different car, you know. Or, or the thing is, like, you know, you get a car and it's not tuned super well, it's not super fast. Like, right. how are you? I don't, I wouldn't be winning races, or at right. least I wouldn't be like able to up the difficulty at yeah, all. Yeah, you I'd literally would just have to like spend another uh, a bunch of more of your credits on a different car and it's yeah. like okay whatever yeah. you know but at the same time like i feel like a lot of open world games if you view this as like an open world game a lot of the mechanics of open world games to me are very hard like that where it's like i get overwhelmed very easily yeah by them um to the point where i accidentally upgraded one of my things in this game uh one of my areas and got us like twice as much stuff to do in it and i hadn't done half the stuff from before and so i was like oh my yeah. gosh i gotta get out of this area for a minute and so i got out of the area and i'm gonna go back uh, the next time i play but and knock off some of that stuff but it's like it can be overwhelming 
overwhelming. And some of those systems can be overwhelming in big RPGs. Like I think about things like uh, Fallout or things like uh, you know Skyrim. It's like some of the upgrade paths and picking up every object and and maybe we can use it as crafting. Maybe we can't. Yeah. You know that is is part of part of open world gaming that just exists. And I feel like this definitely isn't free of that. Like it's, it's yeah. uh, it has a lot of that baggage where it's like, well, what is this system? I've never seen this screen before, you right. know, that sort of thing. Yeah, it does. You know, and, and I don't want to belabor the point cause that's not like the overarching experience that I'm having. Right. Um, but I did want to call it out for sure. You know, especially for someone who's looking to jump into this and just wants like a, a, just kind of a arcadey kind of racer and all that. Like I will say, like you know, we th- we talk about the great car games, car video games. You know, yeah. you, you talk about you know Burnout as a great arcade racer, you know, or uh, Gran Turismo as a great simulation racer. Right. And overall, though, I feel like Forza has taken the crown from both of them. Oh yeah. Like Forza is the gold standard in racing games yeah. right now, um, and honestly, has been since I think. Uh, for some motorsport five, yeah, uh, because uh, you know burnout's not around anymore. There, are, you, different people have tried arcadey, open world racing, yeah, um, with the crew and drive club was was we thought that was gonna be a simulation and it was more arcadey, yeah, um, and 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 then you know there's other simulation. What was the Pro- Cars Inc or something uh, like yeah. that? Or Project Cars or something? I don't remember. Yeah, exactly. Like there was a couple other uh, games that tried to do the whole simulation thing, and. They just missed the mark, you know, and Forza is, like, if you want the best racing game on the market, yeah, it's Forza Motorsport or Forza Horizon, you know, depending on what, what's your taste. You know, Forza yeah. Motorsport is simulation. It's is sure. track racing. Like, this is stock cars, and these are um, I think they have Formula like a One NASCAR cars, thing NASCARs, too. Yeah, yeah, they've got the whole NASCAR thing to unlock, and uh Forza Horizon is is the arcadey kind of open world version of that, and yeah. you know where you can take these same cars and do crazy things. Like honestly, like if they wanted to call this Forza Motorsport Extreme, you know yeah. they could, <laughs> because you know you're out there, you know, doing jumps and barrel rolls exactly. and all this other kind of stuff. And uh, they are the, they're they're the best racing games around. Yeah, and I do think like the the customization options and some of that stuff that they don't explain super well. Like it is to its it, like it's a positive that it's there. It's just that they don't explain it super yeah, well. Yeah. And it's like, I love the idea of being able to adjust the PSI on your tires based on where you're going to be driving. I love it, the idea of it. I don't, I don't have any desire to do it. Right, right, right. But it's like, you know, there are the, there are preload things for that. And like there are the community. I love the power that they invest in this with the yeah. community where I can load on and search for, oh, I, I like this creator. I like the, the way this person tunes their cars. It's similar to the way I like to drive my cars. Yeah. And so I can follow them. And then every time whenever I load into a, 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 a like suggested tunes or whatever, yeah. it'll bring them up and say, hey, is this person? Is this what you're looking for? And it's like, okay, cool. It's named, you know, speed up to 10. And it's like, okay, sweet. This is going to be a really fast car. So um, anyway, I mean, like, so it is to the positive on that. I will say as well, like between Motorsport 6 and then this game, it's interesting. Like the Motorsport team uh, with Take 10, uh, it seems to be like going deep into the hoods, into that simulation style and onto, uh, you know, wh- where it's like, what is the traction on these cars doing? And then they share assets across the board where last, uh, on Forza Horizon 2, they actually, uh, the the team at Playground Games, they change this, the way lighting works and so it's more accurate and things. And then so then whenever Forza Motorsport 6 came out, they have that lighting, yeah. they have that technology, yeah. and then so they share, you know, there's this big share of technology back and forth, and so I do love the idea that it's like, you don't necessarily 
have just one team working on these games. It's like it's like one and a half teams that are working on these games, and you and you each each different one takes it a certain way. Yeah. Um, this one definitely more arcadey, but uh, but it always feels really good, and and it still has some of those sim elements to it. Where if I take a uh, a sports car into the river, <laughs> it doesn't work. Yeah, and, and I think like you know that happened the other night. You know, you actually <laughs> set up something, and we had these Asian cars, and we're taking them through. You yeah, know, the like, Asian sports car. Like we're in a river, John. Like why did <laughs> you set this up with this? Why are you sending me and my Nissan down into the river? Come like, on. You know how we were talking last week about you know Destiny and and the I think you know the the fun in Destiny is always like the experiences you have with. Uh, your friends while you're playing the game, yeah. you know, and I think that's that's also you know that's been my experience with Forza Horizon Three as well. Like yeah. the fun experiences are things like that, or whenever we're trying to you know like hit some kind of stunt, or even if I'm across the map and we're talking, and you know all of a sudden you fly off a mountain and get stuck, you know, yeah. like crazy stuff, you know, like that. Those are the experiences that, um, and again, like I go back to this as an experience. Like it goes back to these are experiences that will stick with me mm-hmm. um, in much the same way that like Destiny sticks with me, GTA sticks with me in those ways. Yeah. Um, playing zombies, Call of Duty sticks with me in those ways. Like it's just, it's the, it's the shared experiences. It's not the singular experience, yeah. you know, with just what you're doing, but it's like what you're doing with your friends. That's what sticks around and, and makes an impact on you. And that's what I love about this game. And it's just so much fun. Like there's literally like, I haven't had a point where I was like either bored or, you know, you know, didn't want to keep playing. Like, yeah, it, it's just, it's so good. Some of the challenges, like some of the coolest things about this is like, okay, so you have the races and you just race, but there are some bucket list challenges, like score things, like where you're going for like a certain score where you're trying to ramp and do a certain number of ramps or you're trying to, uh, go after speed or something like that speed trap, or you're trying to get from point A to point B in a certain amount of time. And you have to figure out which route to take. And those bucket list challenges are super fun in that, like at first they can feel like they're like you can't do it like mm-hmm. it's it's this it's impossible to get from this place to this place in 3 minutes yeah and then you just chip away at it and chip away at it, find a different route and, and find a shortcut and you gradually work your way until you do it. And the satisfaction of whenever you actually do those things just feels so good. And it's like a puzzle game in a way. Uh, it has that, that kind of a, a, a high to it where yeah. you're just like, you're like, yeah, yeah. you know, cause at first, you know, 10 minutes ago, whenever you started trying this, it was impossible, but now you're the king, you know, and you know yeah. how to, you know how to do this the best. Yeah. Um, something else I wanted to say about the, the social aspect of it, even if you're playing by yourself, the drive guitar situation, oh, yeah. it makes you feel like you're, uh, you're playing with your friends. Like I have, uh, you can recruit people to your, to your racing team, quote unquote. Yep. And, uh, the racing team scores points and fans and things like that for you. Both for you and for them. Right. And so I, uh, I've been making a point to like, Hey, if there's a, a friend of mine who's like who pops up and it's like oh the second person was uh, was 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 Stardust two fifty two fifty and I was like ah oh, that's Chris yeah I'm totally gonna go uh, hire this person and so I hired <laughs> you and now you're showing up in all my races and uh, and we've had Aaron on the podcast before Aaron he's showing up in all my races he's like my number one nemesis right now because he was in <laughs> this one championship I did and he was on top and I barely beat him out of it so I mean it's like and, it, and it, they behave how you behave in the game, which yeah. is really cool. It was funny. We were talking to Aaron. We were online together, um, but not in the same, like we weren't racing each other. Yeah. And he was in a street race uh, or in like a convoy race, which yeah. we can talk about in a second. But it's uh, basically you convoy up with with different drivatars, your friends or, or people who are on your friends list. And, 
and you drive you know through the outback and it'll trigger like a random race from here to there and so he triggered this random race and he was driving and your drivatar was with him <laughs> um your your ghost and he was at the last second, right before, right on the last turn. He was like, he was like, oh no! He's like, your drivatar just took off barreling through that field and is cutting down to the, to the finish line and beat me. And uh, and you were like, dude, that's really funny because I just did that like yeah, four races ago. Oh, that was, was another caravan race, and they're like. It was like, hey, get to this point. And I'm like, well, why am I on the roads? Like, <laughs> let's just go through this field. And like literally, that, like 10 minutes later, like my driver's car is cutting through a field to get to the end at the very end of the race. I'm like, this is insane. Like, yeah, there's the level of accuracy and detail and behavior of these things is crazy. And yeah, like you can recruit people in a caravan and like you just caravan around. People are following you. What's funny is it's like if you come up to a stop or a, you know, like a point of interest and then like everyone like rams into you because they're yeah. still like flying trying to get to like your point. <laughs> they're going 200 miles an hour right behind <laughs> you, you know. Yeah. And they just kind of follow you until until you get to that point. I know did notice like if if they get there before you, they'll stop. Like they'll just sit there at yeah. the at the the point that you were you're going well, to I heard which you is could, cool. Well, so like one thing that you know like they they not only like gain you XP, but then like they uh, they'll find points of interest. They'll drive around like so. I I've stopped a couple times, and they'll start driving around the area, and then like they they unlock and find some bonus boards, and XP boards, That's and stuff cool. like that. Um, and the other thing that uh, they uh, you can you know race them or whatever, and so like that gains you XP and credits and stuff like that. Um, and then um, the yeah, I saw that you could disband them. Yeah, you, you were looking, you found out how to disband them the yeah. other day. Like if you're, you know, they're bugging you or something. like that. Yeah, the only time like I've I've really run into issues was in a drift zone where you're supposed to get as high of a score drifting as you yeah. possibly can. If they're in there with you, it's impossible. <laughs> like they're just rear-ending you the whole time, bumping you, getting in front of you, you know. And so it's like I, I was like, man, how do I disband this? And I press the start menu, and there it is. So awesome. it's cool. Um, the, the funny thing about this game is like, I don't think I've played it a single moment. There hasn't been a single moment in this game where I haven't been having fun. Like, yeah, I mean, for sure. And it's like, like I said, sometimes it's like that puzzle frustration where like, how do I get there? But it's, it, that only lasts a few minutes and it's yeah. like, it'll, 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 in the end, that small amount of frustration will be, uh, turn into, you know, a good thing because it was like, if I hadn't been frustrated, the, 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 um, the goal that I achieved wouldn't have been so sweet, yeah. you know? And then, uh, then the other times, like I said, just the pure like open worldness of it. And the fact that it's more open world than Forza Horizon 2 was yeah. kind of overwhelmed me at one point that like, those are the only two times where I can even picture being like not sitting there with like a smile on my face. Yeah. Um, I, key moments driving by myself along the coast. The sun is setting off to the right. The sky is beautiful. We already talked about that a little bit last week. Um, and it's like, guys, we were in the same world and it was like, guys, that sunset. And then you're like, yeah, that sunset. And we're all just <laughs> looking at the same sunset and it's like, this is, this is really cool. Yeah, and experience. even, and even whenever you're by yourself, it's like, just, I was tromping around some of the roads and I was like, man, these driving mechanics are just so tight. Yeah. And I was just driving in some random BMW, good. you know, it's amazing. So, are we ready to rate this thing? I am, in fact, ready to rate this thing, Chris. What do you give it? I give this thing... Oh, man. So, I will give it a 9.5. Um, I probably would have given Forza Horizon 2 a 9. Hmm. And so this one is is above that because yeah. there's so much more to do. There's so much more variety, and it's not so much of a tunneled experience where you're forced into championship or bucket list. Like yeah. there's no not just two options. There's way more options. Than yeah, that. there's exhibitions and all those. Exactly. Stuff, you know? uh, so like just the the pure like options of it, nine point five for sure. Yeah. Man. I'm gonna give this a nine point five as well. Boom. 
Um, and honestly, it comes down to I would have given this a ten. Yeah. Had it not been so confusing yeah, on some they, of the, the just the mechanics and if, the uh, explanation, menus, like they yeah. should have just like if there's if you Systems. want, yeah, if you want to look at a tutorial about tuning or whatever, here's a tutorial about tuning. Yeah, or if you want to look at a tutorial or about just explain it for two stuff. seconds. You know? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's that's. But otherwise, this is the perfect game. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, if you know what's going on, or you have somebody to like take you through it and like explain right. some of that stuff, perfect game. Oh, like, yeah. oh, I just want to play it nonstop. Yeah, dude. I have no desire to go home and go to bed. <laughs> Like, literally just talking about it right now, I just want to be playing it. I know. It's amazing. Well, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. You can find us online at stayintargetpodcast.com, on Twitter at ChrisWright250. And JohnWright777. And at StayInTargetPod. Please go to your podcast service of choice and rate us and review us. Share us with your friends. We love you. And oh, thank yeah. you. We what do. are we talking about next week? Uh, next week? I'm not sure. That's a good question. Um, I know that uh, something I'm excited for in the next week, uh, if I want to just throw that out here for a second there, Luke Cage comes to Netflix ah, that's right. tomorrow. Yep. So As I'll, probably be, this. I'll probably be watching some of that um, over the next week, so I might be able to give some thoughts on that. Cool. So that might be the topic. All Who right. Knows? Cool. That sounds good. I'm going to go buy some stuff for a kitten. Yep. On my way home. Dude, I forgot that that happened. <laughs> like, I'm sitting here and like you're like, I'm going to buy some stuff. I was like, what is he going to buy? What could he possibly need right now? <laughs> Kitten stuff. Kitten stuff. I love it. Hashtag kitten life. Hashtag kitten life. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. You need to, you need to do that. Tweet it out from, uh, from right. there. I will. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target.